I'm Jack Hirschman, and welcome to this week's edition of the Hot Topics podcast, the place where the global thinkers, innovators, and disruptors come to share their thought leadership on the fast-moving tech ecosystem. In this week's episode, we're exploring a sector that's seen quite a lot of change at the hands of technology, the subscription economy. And here's a story about how it came to be. We had a vision in 2007 that was born from our experience at Salesforce.com. This is Tien Zhou. He was employee number 11 at Salesforce and is now the current CEO of Zuora. We often talked about really two big uh, new models that we had to introduce to make Salesforce successful. TN, by the way, is the man credited with coining the term subscription economy in the first place. The first one everybody knows about. It's the new technology model, this idea that you don't have to deliver software on a CD for people to install, but instead you could just deliver it over the Internet, what people now call software as a service or cloud computing, if you will. But there's a second equally important model. And TN had pretty big plans for this back in 2007. Which was a new business model, this idea that you don't have to buy software, that instead you can simply subscribe to it on a pay-as-you-go basis. Mm. And this is pretty fundamental this to our success at building Salesforce and then changing the entire software industry to adopt this, 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 this subscription-based business model. You're seeing Microsoft today, today do it. You're seeing Adobe today do it. And our epiphany in 2007 was that this whole shift from thinking about what we do as a product to a subscription model wasn't specific to Salesforce, it wasn't just specific to the software industry, but all companies will go down this path. That's because TM realized that if they shifted the focus toward the delivery of services rather than products and helped build the infrastructure for this economy to flourish, that something potentially very disruptive could be on the horizon, with a little bit of help from the smartphone revolution, of course. So if you think about it today, more and more, you know, for whatever you need, transportation, food, entertainment, business applications, you're used to just simply whipping out your phone and accessing services on a pay-as-you-go model based on that need. That's what we call a subscription economy, the idea that you can subscribe really to anything, and then you don't have to own the product or, or deal with the hassles of asset ownership anymore. Wait. Did he just say that asset ownership could be a thing of the past? It's certainly an interesting thought, although originally Zora didn't quite get the traction they had expected. Well, the first couple of years, you know, typical for, for, for startups, right? People, they weren't quite buying into this thing, right? We would say, look, look at Netflix, look at Zipcar. The problem was at the time, Netflix wasn't the movie streaming behemoth. It was just a DVD mailing service, right? Zipcar was kind of this kooky thing where, you know, you can grab a car and go from point A to point B. There was no Uber. There was no lift. So the first couple of years, you know, it was really trying to convince people of this. We would coin, we coined the term, the subscription economy, to evoke this, this, this image of the future. And we had a lot of skeptical, you know, looks and stares, right? But now, you know, with, with Uber, with Lyft, with all these services, with Netflix out there, people really started to see this, right, with Airbnb. And now, you know, there's just so many things that you can access on the phone. There's, you know, subscription box, boxes like, 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 like Gray's or Birchbox. All right, there's transportation companies, and there's just, and you can subscribe now to just about anything. And funnily enough, when he says you can subscribe to anything, he really does mean anything. So, so we really believe that all companies can move towards a subscription economy. And the thing that's really making people see this is the so-called Internet of Things. And if you haven't heard of the Internet of Things, essentially it's the idea of instilling everyday objects with network connectivity. And it's estimated there'll be around 50 billion devices connected to the Internet by 2020 or the equivalent of six devices for every person on the planet. It means your whole house is going to be filled with devices that are connected to the internet. Not just your computer, not just your phone, it's going to be everything. And actually, all this is going to have some quite drastic effects on the way that products are bought and sold. Or should I say, borrowed. All right, so these manufacturing companies, whether it's cars, it's medical devices, it's watches, they used to just sell you a product. But now what they're doing is they're putting sensors on all their products. GE 
General Electric is putting sensors on all their jet engines. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, you know what, instead of having you buy this, this multi-million dollar engine, maybe we can sell it to you by the number of kilometers flown or miles flown. Right? Caterpillar is saying, instead of selling a tractor, maybe what we can sell you is the outcome that you're looking for, which is metric tons of earth moved. And so the Internet of Things is really helping people understand, you know, you can actually go beyond the product, wrap your product with a set of services, you know, still own the product yourself, but deliver the outcome and sell the outcome mm. really to, to the customer to subscribe to. You know, and this doesn't just end there. TN has some pretty big plans. Well, we, we've been talking to camera companies that are saying when you take a picture, we'll beam it to a service in the cloud to do facial recognition, to do, you know, all sorts of services. Uh, you know, we've talked to, to, to furniture manufacturers or floor manufacturers are putting sensors in all their products so you can actually see, see where people are, see how much foot traffic is going in and out of stores. Mm -hmm. I think the potential for the Internet of Things is going to be mind-boggling. We're just, we're just scratching the surface. I mean, even just from listening to that, I'm incredibly excited by all of this, and I'm sure that you are too. But there is something that stands in the way of all of this, and that is the legacy infrastructure that currently powers the subscription economy and that has to be moved away from if any real headway is going to be made. Companies are really, really excited about the shift of subscriptions uh, driven by cloud computing, driven by sensors, such as the Internet of Things. But what they're really finding is the systems they use to run the company. These are so-called ERP systems that they've invested in over the last 30, 40 years from companies like SAP, companies like Oracle. They're not sufficient. They're, they're, they were great when the goal of the business was to create and ship and sell products. But now that the goal of business is to build these relationships with subscribers and find ways of monetizing right, or making money off these subscriber relationships, these systems aren't working. And so they're saying, look, we've invested millions of dollars in ERP systems. We've invested millions of dollars in CRM systems from Salesforce.com. But we're still missing this application in the middle that people are starting to call relationship business management or RBN systems. That includes things like pricing, like quoting, like e-commerce, like billing and payments, like revenue recognition, but really built around subscriber relationships. So what it's not about is creating an arm of your business or a small part of your business that's subscription-based. Instead, what Teen thinks you should do is actually radically transform your business from the bottom up. And here's how he believes you can create a successful subscription business. Well, what we found is in order, and this was our experience at Salesforce, in yeah. order to build a successful subscription business, we had to wrap the whole company around the subscriber. This right. includes how we build product, how we market to our customers, how we sell to them, how we service them. And, and wrapping that whole set, all, all the different departments inside of a company around a customer and around a subscriber was really, really important. And so some people will think the subscription business model, that's something that finance needs to worry about or that's something that marketing needs to worry about or that's something that technology teams need to worry about. It turns out it, it really changes the whole company. Mm -hmm. And when we engage with a customer, when we engage with a company that's new to the subscription economy, we spend a lot of time helping them understand how the various departments one, have to change for the company to be successful in the subscription economy, but more importantly, have to come together and, and wrap what they do around building successful subscriber relationships. You've been listening to the Hot Topics podcast. For more content, including live events and videos, visit hottopics.ht.